Hi everyone and welcome to a Christmas edition of Paratalk and who better to join me for a festive podcast than the one and only Mr Shrouded Hand. Hello Tom. Hello, hello. Uh, so it's Christmas and we're going to have a, a bit of a Christmas chat because... Uh, okay. Yeah, um, Christmas time. Uh, are you are you particularly uh, a bit feeling very festive at the moment or not? Um, yeah, I suppose so. I, I like I like Christmas. I like I like I like the strangeness of Christmas and putting a, like putting a tree in your inside the house and weird stuff like that. I, I, I like Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Christmas um, Christmas time is is a fun time, and it's nice mm. to for me. Uh, I enjoy not doing anything at Christmas, which is a, a complete opposite to what I used to do when I was younger. But mm-hmm. do you t- do you still go out and sort of like see the family and catch up with everyone, every, you know, that you haven't seen in a year? Uh, well, usually the family comes to me because, well, I live I live like up up in the northeast of England, quite far away. My family lived down, like my parents lived down in, in Wales. And uh, usually they come up to us and we sort of all like get together with my wife's family and my family and have a big meal together. So, yeah, I, I'm usually at home, but I'm hosting family members. So do you ever, um, you know, Christmas time is a time for getting together with everyone and, mm-hmm. you know, sharing your festivities. But do you ever find that uh, are you, uh, do you fall in the trap of, of, of having that kind of Christmas fallout where people tend to sort of get a little bit too much of each other <laughs> no not really I, I don't know we seem to get on quite well you know i, I we don't really have uh family fallouts i've heard it's like a christmas tradition for yeah. some people but uh no things things usually go quite smoothly well that's good I, yeah. i'm also i'm also kind of aware that my mum sometimes listens to these podcasts <laughs> She's told me on the phone, say, oh, I was listening to Paratalk. You said this. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. So, so, but what? no, no, we don't, we don't like fall out or anything at Christmas. Oh, that's good. That's good. Hello. Hello, Tom's mum, if you're listening. <laughs> Shout out to Tom's mum. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I was going to, uh, as, as, as we were talking about, I think that um, it would be quite, quite nice because, uh, you know, everyone is chilling at the moment. You're all Christmas time. You're almost probably, you know, having a, a pork pie or a, a mince pie, um, maybe a beer, getting ready to watch uh, Roger Moore, The Spy Who Loved Me, on uh, on the telly. Uh, so I'm just going to, let's just go back in time a minute. Let's talk about Christmas when we was younger, when we were kids. What was it, what mm-hmm. was it for you then? What was the, you know, what was the build-up for, like, when you were, when you were younger? Hmm, the build-up? Um... I don't know. I I seem to remember the um, constant dropping hints of things that I would like for Christmas in the build-up, you know, and then wondering if you were going to get them. But um, yeah, I Did- don't know. I, I remember the the massive like we always used to have a, a tree in the front room that seemed massive, and I don't know whether like looking back, I don't know whether it really was as massive as I remember, or whether it was just like a normal sized tree. But like I'm thinking, compared to the tree that I've got in my front room, it's probably about the same height, but it seems like half the size. So I don't know whether it was just because I was so much smaller. We, we, it, it, like the, my memory of of the tree being in the living room and just being like this giant, massive thing. We'd like spend ages putting all the decorations on. 
And uh, I used to like imagine little stories, like with the decorations, you know, like there'd be one that was shaped like a deer and another one that was shaped like Santa. And I'd sort of move them around on the tree, imagining little scenarios. <laughs> well, I, I do, re- I do remember uh, it was kind of a, a family thing putting the Christmas tree up and mm. uh, my, my, my parents would, they, they would like, no, we're not putting the tree up just yet. It's going to be like another week. We're going to do it next weekend. And then the tree will be put up and it's going to be a family thing. And we'd put the tree up and everybody would be happy and we'd get all the trimmings out. And then the cat would, don't let the cat in. Don't let the cat in, you know, because <laughs> the cat will want to climb the tree. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we did all that. But uh, for me, uh, personally, the highlight of Christmas, build up to Christmas, was the, uh, the, the school disco when I was a little bit older, the school disco, mm-hmm. the Christmas disco, where you, you would go and you would all dance to like madness with your, uh, you know, with your best clothes on or whatever. And uh, you, 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 you know, that was the thing. But a little bit before that was the end of year school, like play, the school production. Yeah. And I never did any of that in my teenage years because I was too hip and cool for that. But I did when I was at junior school, which was, I don't know, preteen, 12, you know, 11, 12 years old. And I remember mm. I've got a little bit of story to tell you and to tell the listeners. And, uh, and it, 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 it's, this has stuck with me forever, really, ever since I was, I think I was 11 when, when we had this Christmas festive thing went on. We broke up for school. We, we were all in the play. The, the teachers wanted everyone to have a part in the play. And this play was, it, it, wasn't, um, it, it wasn't like the Jesus story, um, you know, Three Kings and, and the baby Jesus and all. It wasn't that. It was more of a, from what I remember, it was a, like a Christmas, uh, and this is going to sound quite morbid, but it was like Christmas in the workhouse. So I don't even know if that's a thing. You know, I don't know if they had Christmas in the workhouse. I suppose they did. But it was based around that. And I can't remember the full story, but it was more of a, a Victorian... Re- Somebody had written this play. It wasn't like a, some, it wasn't like a Charles Dickens or something. So one of our teachers had like penned this play and he'd based it on the, you know, the festive tale of Jesus, baby Jesus and all that stuff. But he'd done it in, in a Victorian workhouse. So I don't know. It was a bit sort of, you know, off the wall. But anyway, I had a, I had a part in this play. And um, we all had costumes and stuff. This was all proper. This was a proper production, you know, and there was like a choir and stuff like that. They sang some songs afterwards. But anyway, so this play, I remember the scene that I was in and it was about halfway through, right? And in my old school, we had two halls. We had the front, like a left hall and and a right hall. And there was two connecting doors either side, well, archways really. Uh, the school was an old, um, the reason they had two halls, uh, assembly rooms, whatever you want to call them, was because the, 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 the school was an exact mirror of itself because it was an old Victorian boys and girls school. So the girls yeah. would be one side, the boys would be the other. The school was identical either side. Mm-hmm. But in modern times, it was all sort of used as one thing. Now, so all the people that weren't in the play at that time were at in the other hall, assembly room, whatever you want to call it. And uh, we were getting ready. So I'd got changed and I was wearing like a pair of boots and some black trousers, which didn't really fit me, and a long overcoat. And apparently I was like a, uh, 
I was like a, I want to say a guard, but more of a, um, you know, a, a, I was like a worker bloke who tell people to get to work and stuff like that. And I was stood by this bloke. Well, this wasn't a bloke, it was a kid, uh, but he was dressed like a bloke. So he was like an 11-year-old kid with like a fake beard and moustache. It was a bit weird to see, but, you know, it was pretty convincing. <laughs> yeah. And he was like the, he was like the workhouse boss man. And he was telling off this person who apparently was like, I don't know whether this guy that was this young kid that was playing the, the main person, I don't know if he was being like a baby Jesus in the workhouse. I can't remember because the story was so off the wall. But he was getting told off. And the guy was saying, you, you've done it again. Well, I'm not having it. You're not making enough silk or whatever it was. And uh, anyway, this, we had this long hallway in the middle of two lots of chairs where all the parents were. And what, is, what this kid had to do was he, he says, oh, I've had enough. I'm not working here anymore. And runs away. Okay. And that was the start of, the, of his story as a main character, you know, his Mm. I suppose his Jesus saga. So he runs away, okay? And he runs out these double doors, and that's him done until the next scene. Me? Okay, so my, this is, I've been practicing this. It was going to be great. And uh, I thought, I'm going to make, you know, make the most of this. And my, my words were, my exact words were, hey, you, come back here. And then I had to run after him, right? And right. I nearly tripped over halfway. Because the sh- the shoes and the trousers they all they didn't fit me, and uh, and that was it. I was, and I ran out the back, and then I had to stay out in this little room for the rest of the play because there was no way out. So you were in this little room. Of course, the kid yeah. was able to come back in later because he came back and there was like it was part of the play. But me, I had to stay out there. And then at the end of the play, so I was out there for like forty minutes in this room on my own, you know, mm-hmm. and um. I, all the play I could hear the play going on and I was like looking out these like frosty glass windows at the top of the door I couldn't really see anything and uh, and then after that they, they this kind of choir came out and they all like played the guitar strummed the guitars and we all came in and sang a song uh yeah and that was uh, for me I thought I was famous but I was just <laughs> I was just a bit character and uh, it was yeah. in the paper and everything it was great but that was my my memory of of junior school but in, in mm. when we got to sort of comprehensive christmas discos was where it was at was, was that the same for you yeah pretty much yeah i don't i don't like i'm sure i was in a few like weird plays and things at primary school but i, I hardly remember any of them because they would find like little weird roles for everyone wouldn't they yeah there'd be someone playing be it, like yeah. but some kids would just be in it like with one line or yeah. just be standing there like doing something off in the background the only thing I can remember being in was, I don't know, I don't know if this was a Christmas thing or not, but it was like, a, I, I don't know what it was called. It was like a matador dance. We were all dressed like bullfighters, and we were what, like Christmas. No, I don't know if it was oh. Christmas. It was some. This is the only sort of thing I can remember doing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I must have done other things on stage at my primary school, but it was like some dance where you had to like turn around and then stamp your foot. Yeah, and yeah. all I, all I remember is the teacher kept going. You have to stamp your foot as hard as you can because some of the kids were just not doing it properly. And um, I'm sure at some point I saw a recording of the when we actually did the performance, and I am stamping my foot so hard, it's like ridiculous. Like I'm like lifting my foot up into the air as high as it'll go and slamming it down on the floor. It just 
you know, I'm taking it way too seriously. Yeah. But, uh, that's the, that's the only way, like, I'm sure I must have starred in other things as like little bit roles in things, but I, I don't, I don't really have a memory of like what the plays were or anything like that. Um, but yeah, when, once we got to high, once we got to high school, yeah, it was just discos. Yeah. Kids were too cool for, uh, putting pantos on and stuff. Well, I do remember from my early childhood, uh, my parents would, you've most, most probably people who listen now are going to chuckle because I'm not the only one that did this. My parents would say, now, um, tonight, uh, Christmas, it's Christmas Eve. What I want you to do is get the, the bit of paper and write down all the things that you want for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what are we going to do? We're going we're gonna to send it, send it to Father Christmas. And he's going <laughs> to yeah. look through it and uh, see how good you've been. And you might get some of those things right you might get some of those things and i'm like thinking mm-hmm. you know i'm looking there i want a star wars play set i want a battlestar galactica annual i want you know yeah. this i want that i want you know all those things i want the, the the atari and this and whatever i'm thinking well oh, i've got all these amazing things i'm bound to get one if i just get one thing i'm I'm winning you know yeah and he's, my mum said right you've got to put them in the envelopes and give them to your dad <laughs> and we're all in the room together right and uh, we guess I just mine, you know, and puts it in an envelope, gives it to my dad, put to Father Christmas. And uh, my brother does this. <laughs> my dad, he's smiling, right? We had this big coal fire in the front room back in them days. We had, we had a big yeah, fo- we yeah, coal we fire. And he, he chucks them on the fire. And I'm like, looking <laughs> at him thinking, what, what are you doing? I just spent 10 minutes writing that out. What are you burning it for? Uh, of course, I didn't understand. He said, no, no, no. What will happen, right? What, this is how gullible I was. What will happen is the, the, all your message will burn and then the ash will go up the chimney into smoke and it will go all the way to, you know, <laughs> where the elves and Father Christmas are and then they'll see it in the snow, what you want. So who threw them on the, on the fire, your brother? So, or no, you, my, or dad. You, my dad. My dad threw them on the fire. Okay. But I didn't know what was going on. I, I thought that was a. You're not getting nothing. You are burnt it. Your quest has been did, nullified. You are. Did he did he read them first though? I so mean, he knew my, what he wanted. My mum looked at them. Oh my, right. My okay. mum did it with us. She said, "Well, write down." And she was yeah. with us, and we wrote down the things. And I'm like, you know, I want an you know action man. I want Star Wars. I want Battlestar Galactica. I want mm-hmm. you know this. I want that. I want Atari. I want you know. And I thought if I write all these great things down, these amazing things that I've seen on the adverts, because kids TV back then at Christmas time, all the adverts was, you know, kids toys, wasn't it? Um, And everywhere you went was kids toys. And um, so I had a list, I had like 10 things or whatever that I wanted. And I just thought that they were going to like put a stamp on it and send it to Father Mm -hmm. Christmas. Because I honestly believed that there was a Father Christmas. He was a geezer. And that was his job. That was his only job. Every yeah, year, yeah. he put his costume on and delivered all these presents. And I thought, you know, he's going to get it. I was only like, what, 10, 11. I wasn't very old. But the thing was that I couldn't believe it when my dad, he was smiling because he knew what he was going to do. And he <laughs> threw him on the fire. And I'm like, what, what did I do? What did I do wrong? I've obviously been quite evil, uh, you know. But no, yeah, I, yeah. then he explained that, no, the smoke and it will go to mm-hmm. the North Pole or whatever. And then these elves will decode it and you'll know yeah. what you want. I'm, this That's is amazing. That's how it works. I've just yeah. completely just, you know, I've, I've just gone up line and sinker. 
And do you know what? I didn't get anything. I didn't get any of that what I wanted. I got none of it. No. I got none of what I wanted. I got everything. You must you know, not have been good enough, that's why. I got some socks. I got... It's yeah. weird, isn't it? Christmas time's weird. It's like you... T- when you're a kid, right, you you all, you know, I like, I mean, I, went, I remember one Christmas, I really got some really amazing things. So I got a bike, um, I got some video games, and it was like, that was an amazing, we had a couple of really amazing Christmases, but my parents were, mm-hmm. um, they didn't, how, how can I put it? They, we always got something nice, right? We got a nice present, but we never got a, like, everything we wanted we got maybe one or two things that we we wanted or one thing that we wanted and that was it you know and you'd you'd obviously go and see your nan and she would give you um aftershave and socks even when you're like 12 Mm -hmm. why are you giving me aftershave you know i don't even shave yet well (laughs) you know aftershave and socks that's all you get or you get a a, five pound note don't Mm -hmm. spend it all at once don't go straight down the shop and buy five pounds worth of sweets which is like what i did did you do the thing where like what? Even my grandmother or my parents used to just chuck a Argus catalogue at us, at me and my brother, and what, say, "Right, literally throw it at you, no, like at your head." Right. No, just just like here, like hand it over and say, "Right, right, She's... right, go go through this, go through and circle all, anything you want for Christmas." So we'd we'd be going through like putting a ring around pretty much the whole like back like the back half of the book was grifters, like, choppers, everything, the lot, most expensive. So we'd be like, stuff. "Right, yeah, I want this, I want this." And then they'd look through and it'd be like every single thing was like circled on each page. All right. No, no, you can have like one thing. Yeah. You've got to be you know realistic. I mean? Yeah. Never did. Uh, well, actually, um, I, I do remember doing that once, but it wasn't with an Argos. It was with a, a catalog for, I think it was youngsters or it, it was one of the big toy chains back in the day. Cause we had, mm. there were a few around and then they're all kind of gone now. But back in those days we had Jennings, youngsters and they were like the toy shop shops that we at every sort of town yeah. and city had and i remember my mum took us in there and we got these brochures and i i would drew little like smiley stick people next to things and i i remember telling my mum oh i've made little things and things i'd like uh obviously mm-hmm. i didn't well i can't say i didn't get any of them because i think some years i did but the thing was as we sort of you know, as you sort of, as a kid, you got no idea what things cost. You just see things and want them. Um, and I had a mate uh, who, I must admit, his parents were quite well off. Uh, but he literally got everything. I remember going around his house. You ever do that as well? Go around your mate's house on Christmas Day and kind of compare mm, presents. Did you ever do that? Not on Christmas Day, yeah. no. It was always just with family, no. Maybe oh, afterwards we'd go out and go. See, for me, the the... the Christmas Day, right, was like started at like five o'clock in the morning. That's when mm-hmm. Christmas Day started, and you would like loiter on the landing because waiting to go downstairs because for some reason you'd wait to be a mum or whatever to get up. Uh, and then we would all open our presents, you know, together at sort of eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, and then, yeah. and by that time, sort of 10 a.m., you'd watch the cartoons on the telly. And by midday, you have your, you have your, you know, you have your tomato soup or whatever, or your your chips or whatever, and uh, and then you're done. Yeah, that's Christmas is over. That's like we've opened our presents. So let's go down yeah. my mate. And I went to a mate's house. I always used to go to my mate's house, and I, he always had like, I mean, one year, right? Let me just tell you, right? I remember uh, I went around his house, and he had a, he'd had a record player. Um, he had the Buggles album, 
and he was playing video killed the radio star non-stop yeah uh he had a, a like a train set uh he had a, a whole ton of like annuals i mean you name it any tv show from like the famous five to i don't know children of the stones or whatever it, it, just annuals sapphire yeah. and steel all this stuff he had loads of these books like the the yearly annuals like buck rogers and and all that stuff um he had all those uh he had he had so many things and and i used to think to my oh he had a pinball like a, a table pinball one year and i'm thinking to myself where does he where does he keep all this stuff because his bedroom's tiny uh and he literally had like a room downstairs and it just had all of his well all of his toys in it and it was a uh, for me who as a kid growing up i had toys but i didn't have loads of toys you know and having a mate who had literally a literally a toy shop in a room uh, mm-hmm. was for me amazing so you know uh i i had a, I had a mate who i don't know his parents were quite well off and they did spoil him and he had a sister as well and she had uh she had loads of presents and stuff but um it was a bit weird going around his house and finding literally just stuff every like i would see stuff um and i would think oh my god i saw that in the toy shop and he's yeah. got he's got it you know he's he's she got it but for me, for Christmas, uh, we would get one or two things. And a weird thing was, right, I don't know if you ever did this. Did you ever do like that kind of, uh, after Christmas with your mates, you do like the, uh, uh, they'd ask what you got, right? And you'd tell them, oh, I got this, I got that. Did you do that sort of temporary loan where you'd swap presents with your mates? Do you ever do that? <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know, really. I don't, I don't think so. No? No, I don't think, I don't think I would have trusted my friends with my toys. <laughs> That's weird. I mean, I I had uh, a couple of mates I used to do that with, and like mm. uh, every Christmas, after Christmas, you'd go, "What'd you get?" And you go, "Oh yeah, I got uh, you know, I got this game, or I got uh, this book, or I got this whatever, you know." And uh, they go, "Oh, do you wanna, do you wanna swap?" And they go, "What'd you get?" And they go, oh, "I got this." And you go, "Eh, I got this, uh, you know, handheld Space Invaders." I go, "Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah." And then we do like a swap, and you'd come <laughs> home and you remember go, "Where'd you get that from?" And you go. Oh yeah, uh, Georgie lent me it for a little bit, and you wouldn't tell him. <laughs> yeah, you, you must have toy. trusted your friends more than me. Well, yeah, that's where it goes wrong a bit because you would. Uh, yeah, so we had this like little group of people we'd swap our toys with, maybe our Christmas mm. presents, and uh, and it wasn't because we didn't want our Christmas presents. It was it was a way of us thinking we'd get more Christmas presents because you got access to a a pool of Christmas presents that you never got that you could still use for a little while. But we yeah. had a few people. The group got the well. I say a group. It was only about five or six of us. It it expanded a little bit, okay. And the problem was some of the uh, people in the group, the kids, they swapped it with other people. So, and those people they swapped mm. it with weren't part of the group. So the people they swapped it with, I don't know about you, well, it swaps these. There's no going back. You swap it with someone, you ain't getting it back. Do you ever do that? Mm. Do swapsies? Um, I don't know. Maybe we're like sometimes with games, like like uh, Amiga games, we'd sometimes swap. Like if we'd finished playing one, we'd go, ah, oh, yeah, we'll swap for that and play another person's game. But did you ever swap toys. something and regret it and think, oh, can I have it back? And then the other person's like, la la la, I don't want that. Uh, uh, not really? No, I don't, we didn't do that. It must have just been a you thing, you know? Yeah, it, it must have been. It must have been. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe in North Wales, people just didn't <laughs> didn't want to swap anything. It's like no, it's, people were more like. No, that's mine. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't because <laughs> it, it. It wasn't because we didn't want our presents. It was because 
we thought, you know, we've got two or three presents and I know my mate, whatever, would like to, you know, have access to this or read my, this annual or whatever. I wonder what he's got that I can borrow for a week that I can get enjoyment yeah. from. It was more like that. But obviously, you know, it only takes one yeah. bad apple to start, you know, and it all falls to bits. So that's what happened. It all kind of ended because nobody wanted to swap anything anymore. Loan or loan or whatever you want to call it. We used to call it swapsies, but yeah. Yeah. Actually, I can, re- I can remember lending some of my, my Game Boy for like a few days. Did that, you get that back? Yeah, I seem to remember getting it back, but then the um, the charging cable was broken. There you go. And uh, it but those things used to break all the time, yeah. those cables. So uh, it probably wasn't this kid's fault, but. That's the only thing. That's the only thing I can remember lending out. I never, I never, I had a uh, a microvision, and it had uh, it was under the first handheld LCD that were two by I think it's two by two or yeah, it was a two by two or a three by three inch screen, and it was LCD, and um, I had and some of some listeners out there going, oh, I remember microvision. Well, I was very fortunate to have one back in the must have been the late seventies. And I had all the games with it as well. One of the first, it was, if not the first, one of the first handheld. It used to eat batteries. Mm. You literally put a set of batteries in it and you play it for like an hour or two and then the batteries would be flat. But I never, I had a lot of friends that wanted to borrow that, do swapsies with that. And I'm like, no, no, sorry. Can't can't do that. I, yeah. I, I just didn't want to. I, I just sort of cherished. I still got it now, actually. I still got it now. But um, in a box, in a cupboard, in the dark somewhere. But uh, I think I'll take the batteries out of it. Well, be, be a bit late now, wouldn't it? But, yeah, um, they'll, they'll be eating through the back oh, of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> them, early, them early 70s batteries. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Christmas time, it's not only about owning mm. presents, okay? It's also about what's on the telly. You know yeah. what I mean? What was your, uh, your favourite uh, TV show? It could be anything. I mean, uh, there were a few, but for me... Uh, it was. I always like to see, see sort of uh, like James Bond. I always look forward to a scene of James Bond film. Yeah, I've never been into James Bond, but I I, I remember they always they would always have some like blockbuster m- movie. Yeah, and it, like back then, you'd have to wait like a few years before oh, yeah. something came on the TV, didn't you? Like nowadays, mm. they're like on like as soon as the movie comes out in the cinema, like. They're straight on streaming services, like almost immediately. But like back then, it was like, it was like a big thing when when if when a big film had come out in the cinema, and then it came on the TV. It was like for the first time, it's premiering on the TV, and it, it like it'd be like quite a exciting event. So I remember always at Christmas there'd be something on that was you know hadn't been on before, and the family would gather around and watch this movie. I, I can't remember. I'm trying to think like what movies I remember watching. I remember the actually. I remember the first time. I know this is. I'm going on a tangent here, but I remember the first time uh, that Star Wars was on the telly, and it was. Mm. This was a long, 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 long time ago. This, and but it took about four or five years for it to be on the telly. Um, yeah. But the thing is, it's kind of like um, for me as a kid, I always, I always enjoyed like James Bond, that that kind of mm. thing. But the one film. Um, that I remember as a kid growing up was A Christmas Carol. That was, yeah, that was the, um, that, have you got a favorite version of, of A Christmas Carol? Is that, I mean, even the Muppets did one, didn't they? But, the Muppets, yeah, yeah no, they, they I one, went to see they? that at the cinema, I think. Uh, um, no, I don't know. I, I do, I do like 
I know it's not exactly the same as Christmas Carol, but I like Scrooged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same um, sort of thing, isn't it? Is it? I, I, yeah, it's been, been ages since I watched it. Well, I can't remember if it's exactly the same as the Christmas Carol, if it's different. But uh, There's loads of different versions, and yeah. uh, I remember Patrick Stewart was in one, and that was mm. the one that sticks in my head as a kid. Um, yeah, growing up, I remember that one, but I also remember the early one, the original as well. Uh, and I also remember there was a cartoon one, and that's the one I always sort of watched at Christmas. There was a cartoon version, an animated version, uh, all hand-drawn and stuff, and that was one of the main ones that uh, I watched. And I remember as well, now, I, I'm, this is, I have to tell this because it's, it's Christmas-related, and I can't remember, it must have been uh, in my teenage years or, or around that time, that uh, we had a, a school outing. It was around Christmas time, I believe. Um, our theatre down here shows, although they do like, uh, you know, plays and stuff and all that kind of stuff, they also show films uh, throughout the year, but it's more like uh, like art house stuff, you know, independent things and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I was a teenager and I didn't know a lot back then. I just knew about getting up to mischief with my mate. Uh, so we had to do, um, with our school, we had to do a, uh, like, um, like some sort of social study sort of thing. And our, I thought, well, I'm going to do it about like film and stuff because you know we're going to watch lots of films. Yeah, we did watch lots of films, but the thing is, right? Uh, one year it was a treat, and this this, this teacher said, you know, the tutor said, we're going to take you to the pictures, well, the, the playhouse, and you're going to see a film, and you're going to after in the new year you're going to write an essay about it. But we're taking you, we're going as a group, and and we're going to see a, a film, and we're like, yeah, okay, it's a new film. Um, and I, and so what is it? What are we going to see? It's called the Elephant Man. Oh yeah, right now. Now I, you got to think how a young person's mind works. Immediately, right? There was no, you got to remember now. Now there are listeners out there in our age group that's going to understand that information back then was quite thin on the ground, unless you were reading magazines or getting like uh, movie papers or whatever you didn't really know i mean i'm not watching barry norman every week i'm a, I'm a teenager you know I, that, that's i don't do that but you've got to remember that inf it's not like now where you could just go on your phone and go tick, tick, and there you go it's all there you read about it find out about it as you well know back then it's all word of mouth isn't it it's all word of mouth mm -hmm. someone tells you it's like chinese whispers you know so i would go to my mate what's uh this film we're going to see what's it about you know, is it is it a good film or what? And <laughs> he's going, yeah, it's, uh, I've I, I read up about it. What it is, it's a bloke, right? And he can, he's like, he can turn into an elephant. <laughs> and we're like, this is going to be, this is like a, like a Batman film. You know, it's going to be like a, a superhero film. But like in those days, yeah. so we're all going to the, we're all going to the pictures. And uh, we're thinking, you know, we see the poster. And we're thinking, that don't really look like a superhero film. The guy's got like a, a hood over his, maybe he's like a undercover guy. And he's, you know, maybe it's set in Victorian London or something, you know, it's black and white. Mm. So we're all in the, in the theater and we're sat there with our, you know, our Pepsi and our, our candy floss. 
and and it starts and there's about i don't know class of children about 25 kids all goes quiet and we're watching the film right and we're seeing this geezer you know this guy and he's i mean the film itself is an is an amazing film I'd watch it rewatch it later it's a, it's a way it's an a you know john merrick was a real person and and what he how he his afflictions was was awful but how he sort of um you know how his life turned around and how he became uh something more than what he was you know he, he, it was an amazing story now the thing was when you're a kid you're not thinking like that you just you just want to see like fighting and stuff and uh we're just seeing some guy with like a big head and a limp you know who doesn't want he's just got a sack on his head we don't understand yeah. what's going on we don't understand any of this so we're thinking what are we gonna you know what this is boring so yeah i, I that's another christmas memory that's stuck in my head of course, we all had to write essays about it, and I didn't write a very good essay. I just wrote, you know, the guy, you know, had a limp, you know. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm just, just, you know, I'm, I'm a kid. I, my brain don't work. Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember having that taped off the TV. That must have been on at Christmas sometime a, it in, is, like, the 80s. It's a great film. Like, it's a great film. Yeah, yeah. But I, went, I think I went into it knowing what it was, so. You know. I had no idea. We had no idea what it was. <laughs> we just thought... This kid come up to us and said, "Yeah, I know what it's about. I've, uh, I've I've read about it. It's a bloke, and he's he's you can he's got like power, and he can turn into an elephant." <laughs> we you just gonna? <laughs> it's called the Elephant Man. We we thought we just put we put two and two together and come up with nine. You know, we just don't, you just don't think. You know, is it all right? Let's go, go, you know, off you go. So it's like yeah, you know, it, I mean, it does it does sound like a superhero. The Elephant Man. You got the yeah. Ant Man. You got, got, they got like, like Spider Man, Spider Man, the Elephant Batman. Man. You got the Elephant Man. Yeah. I don't know. That yeah, makes sense. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I just go there and I'm like, I'm watching this film and I'm thinking, what's going on here? What's, mm-hmm. you know, why is it in black and white? Why isn't it in colour? <laughs> Obviously, I rewatched it like 10 years later and I, I'd read the story by then about, you know, John Merrick and his, you know, mm-hmm. his achievements and stuff. And it's an amazing story. But the fact was that back when you were a kid, you don't understand. Your ability to understand the process stuff like that is limited. And of course, the information that, you know, let's just, if it ain't in Starburst, then it ain't, it ain't happening, you know? So that's where I got all my movie news from, buying magazines like Starburst. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that was a, a Christmas memory. But have you got any films that, like, stick in your head from Christmas time? Oh, I don't know. I, like, I'm, I'm thinking of movies that I saw when I was a kid when they came on the TV, and I assume they were Christmas, but because like the family were all sat around watching it, like um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I remember that being a big yeah. one. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, I mean, like the, when when that came out, there was like the um, the, the 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 song. Who was it? Brian Adams or something? Uh, Brian Adams. Yeah. Is that right? That was at number one for like 10 weeks or something. But then I remember when it came on the TV finally and taping it off the TV. I don't, I don't know if it was Christmas. I assume it was. Um, and another weird one that I have a really strong memory of us all sitting around watching was called Inner Space. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You remember that movie where yeah. someone gets shrunk down and injected into someone That's else's right. body yeah. and they, they travel around? That, that must have been on at Christmas because I, I remember like the family all sat around watching it. So with films, Okay. Do you notice that a lot of horror films are uh, associated with Christmas? Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah, there's there's a good few. So there's one film uh, that I was just looking up. I mean, I say I, w- I was having a look at films that, you know, 
that, that I remember. Uh, like, mm. for example, in from when was it? 1987, Silent Night, Deadly Night. And there's a part one and a part two, which is basically uh, about people who were a bit mental, just wanted to kill people. And they dress up mm-hmm. as Father Christmas. And it's kind of like this horror. We notice how like horror and, and supernatural is, it's got a connection with like Christmas, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, well I don't know. It kind of makes sense because Christmas is another time like Halloween, isn't it? Where they say like the, the veil is thin between yeah. the, the, the physical world and the spirit world and whatever. And, or it's a time of like transition from one thing to the other. So it's when, when they say like, strange things can happen or things can come through from the other side. So I can see why there is a a connection there between the, the supernatural and Christmas time. What I do like no. is I do like the, the plays that you get on at Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a ghost tale at Christmas time. I do. And they're usually like from, you know, MR James and stuff like that, that have been remade in, in modern style. Mm. I do enjoy those, and I always find that, as you say, with with it, because it's a holiday time, a holiday season, like Halloween mm. and stuff, where you have, uh, you know, a Christmas story attached. And I think that when you look at Christmas, and you look at sort of you know films and stuff, I always thought it was weird that Die Hard people look at Die Hard as a Christmas movie because it's mm. got a Christmas song in it, and it's around Christmas time. Uh, so, but it's it's more of an action thriller, but I can understand as well how people can consider it a Christmas film. Do you do you feel the same? I don't know. It's, it, that's one of them debates, isn't it, that people have. I, I've, I reckon it's the sort of thing I've never really thought about too hard. <laughs> I'm not like a massive fan of action films, so I, I have heard the debate over whether Die Hard is a Christmas film, but I, I don't know if I've got much opinion on it. I think, uh, I think it's one of them things that so many people say it is now that it has become a Christmas film. Yeah, so it's been so, weird. Like, it's been weird. It's one of those. It's 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 kind of like the discussion of it, uh, the discussion about whether or not it's a Christmas film has somehow made it into a Christmas film anyway. If that makes sense, like so many every every time at Christmas, so many people have a discussion about whether or not it is it is a Christmas film. Then just just having that discussion has made it become like a Christmas tradition in its own in its own right. Have you uh, got any sort of favorite sort of Christmassy like horror films? that you tend to watch every um, year. Well, Gremlins, that's another one that I remember watching as a kid. Like We had it taped off the TV and being actually quite scared by it. There's, the, the bit, there's a bit where the Gremlins have sort of changed. You know, they've, they've been fed after midnight or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then and like, they, yeah, they go a bit nasty, don't they? Yeah, and then there's, there's a bit where I think it, it takes one in a cage into like the school or something and it gets out and there's this I, I feel like it's kind of hazy in my mind as if i've like blocked it out of my memory but i remember it terrifying me as a kid there's a bit where someone's in a classroom on their own and this gremlin's got out the cage and it's just kind of stalking them around the classroom and they don't know it's there so gremlins um, there was two that was the one where they don't they don't get the little one wet because he had all that the hairballs come off of him yeah, if you get them wet, they yeah. have babies. Yeah, and, and if little... you feed them after midnight, they turn into big green demonic things. Yeah, that are evil. I, <laughs> I, I can. I, I remember seeing that film around Christmas time, and there's a few other films. Yeah. Um, another one is E.T. I don't know why that was on at Christmas, but 
yeah that was all that was on like every year yeah. at christmas that was like a tradition um I'm trying to think what else. There was always like a few films that were always on, and you would you would always see them every year. The Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah. Uh, Spy uh, Who Loved Me. Um, you would have that would be on every year, and so the, I always so associate the Spy Who Loved Me with Christmas. Um, I don't I don't know why, but for me, Roger Moore was my growing up James Bond. So mm. when I was a kid, you know, like Tom Baker was my Doctor Who, growing up. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing, Doctor Who. That was another. You'd always have a Doctor Who special, wouldn't you? A, you know, a Christmas time. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I can't remember Doctor Who too much because my parents would stop me from watching it because I would have nightmares. <laughs> I remember. I, I remember the, the like. Oh, the only episodes I remember are like the the couple of ones that I was allowed to watch, and then having terrible nightmares for weeks afterwards. So I was stopped from watching it. So yeah, there were probably were Christmas specials of Doctor Who, but I didn't see them. Do you remember, um, I'm trying to think of the name of it, there was a classic, might be a little bit um, before your time, mm. it was a classic episode of Space 1999, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it off the top of my head, it was an episode where they uh, they go to like a, um, like a, there were like wrecked ships and stuff if i remember i'm doing this from memory so i could be way off but there was a sequence that there was a portal in 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 this episode when this monster with all these tentacles came out of it and it was the most horrific thing that i ever i remember watching <laughs> and it was like so real i mean you watch it now and it's it's still a bit weird even now but um yeah i don't, I don't know that one no uh, i was well into space 1999 yeah, and, I mean, uh, I remember. I remember one thing that used to really terrify me, and this actually might be kind of Christmassy. I don't know because it's kind of snowy, but um, the BBC adaptation of The Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. Well, you might have I, been yeah. a bit a bit older than me when this came on, so you might not have like you I know, know you're story. probably like a teenager. Yeah, but you might have been like I, I imagine by the time that came on, you would have probably been like a teenager. Yeah. So. You might not have been interested, but I was I was hooked on it. And that was another thing that used to give me nightmares, but I used to really enjoy it. Uh, if you watch it now, there's like people in costumes. There's like a wolf man in costume, and it looks so fake. It's like it's kind of laughable. But to me, this wolf man was like the most terrifying thing. Like I used to like, I don't know. It, it, there was like the queen who could turn people into stone and she had this like wolf. I think his name was Morgrim, and he used to like stalk around after the kids that had gone in through the cupboard into Narnia. I, I, I was so scared of that guy. I found the name of it. It's uh, Dragon's Domain, Space 99 episode called Dragon's Domain. And it right. was like a tentacle monster with a, a light in, in the center of it thing. And it was, I mean, as a kid, it was just so scary. Um, it was just like, um, just, just creepy. It's like a slimy. Yeah, I'm monster. looking at. I'm looking at the picture of it now on my yeah, phone. Actually, but it was. It uh, does look scary. Totally, totally scary as a kid. Uh, and I always, you know, those kind of episodes. I don't know why, but um, I always associate them with like Christmas time, like Blake Seven. I remember seeing yeah. episodes of Blake Seven around Christmas time. And the, and the weird thing was, I don't know about you, but you had that kind of Christmas. You got like you know the Christmas Eve. Where you got you're losing your mind because you you know that you want your presents. Uh, you got mm. Christmas Day where you're all excited, 
And then you got Boxing Day where you go and see your grandparents. And uh, for me and my my brother, we'd go and see our grandparents with my with my parents. And mm. you would literally just sit there for like four hours where while all your family are having a few bevies and stuff and your kids and you're just eating ham sandwiches and drinking lemonade and w- looking at a TV, which is completely turned down because it's been muted because everyone's talking. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and then that was the thing we did on a, on boxing day. And then after that, it, it was like, as a kid, Christmas was, was done. You were over, you were on school holiday. But what are the things you did after Christmas? Did you did was there other, any other thing before New Year? That little lull is there something that mm, you used to do? Yeah. Well, I think our like Boxing Day thing, from what I remember, was we drive down to like because like most of my family lives down like the Midlands way. Yeah. Which is like a couple of hours drive. So, um, like we'd have Christmas at home in North Wales, and then we'd drive down. And it would take a few hours to get there down to like um down to the Midlands where my family like Bromsgrove, that sort of area. And then we'd stay over at like my uh at my aunt and uncle's house and we'd we'd have a day there. It was like having two Christmas days, really. It was quite nice. But uh yeah, it was that was what you described there of all sitting around with the TV down silent yeah <laughs> that 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 is exact that is exactly what it was like but yeah. we, we were at like my aunt's house what the, the main thing i remember from those days was every single year one of my uncles would buy us would, would, would buy me the beano annual and my brother the dandy annual so like most of the day we were just sat there reading the uh reading our annuals and then when we finished we'd like swap over and read the other one my brother was into uh the beano and yeah, he used to buy Bino. the Beano comic. He used to get it. He used to get the Beano comic, mm. and I used to get uh, Star Wars Weekly comic. Yeah. Um, and at, at Christmas time, we would we would get a, an annual, and my bro- my brother used to get uh, the the, the Beano annual, mm. and I got um, I used to get uh, like Judge the 2000 AD Judge Dredd and all that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, 2008, I remember getting a 2000 AD annual and I don't know who bought it me, but like when I was at my nan's, we got present and most was like, you know, aftershave and sock when I was like 12. But uh, I remember one of my relations gave us an annual each and I got, it was 2000 AD, right? And uh, your, you know, your, your relations especially did this as well. Uh, but it was the smell. It was always that smell of the uh, that new that new printed paper. So that smell of the annual. Mm, but do you always yeah. remember as well. This is used. This used to get me right. They always used to cut the bit out, the bit of the page out. Yeah, there was always like the a price, corner missing with the price. Yeah, they cut it out. It, yeah, and it, it always yeah, cut it something like out front. on the back, like part of yeah. the text or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. There was like there's, there's like a corner, isn't there in 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 the new in the new. Um, annuals which has the price on it like yeah. on like the, the it's like the first or the last page yeah and it would have like a line for cutting it cutting it out yeah and i got this annual and i obviously they didn't want to buy me a christmas card or whatever and i opened the page the the the, the you know the the first you know the cover and on the first mm. page uh they, they'd written like you know to reeves happy christmas from auntie and uncle whoever it was i can't remember and they'd written on the first page, and I'm like thinking, why'd you do that? Why'd you write? Why'd you write in my book? 
Uh, <laughs> so when I got home, I got that page out. <laughs> I got rid of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've started collecting old annual. Like if I go into a charity shop and I see an old like comic book annual, yeah, I'll buy it now. And I, I quite like when I find them and they've got like draw, like if some kids like doodled on the yeah, pages yeah. inside it, or if it's got like a little note on the front, like happy Christmas or whatever. Yeah. I quite like that now. Like back then it would have annoyed me, but it, now yeah. I'm like buying second. I'm like, Oh, it's got a bit of character to it. You know, it's something about yeah. um, Christmas annuals, especially Christmas annuals. And, uh christmas um books and stuff i i always had a i I always got one of something i mean one year it was uh i got a book of uh, the encyclopedia of uh the the supernatural and it was basically um you know from the from nessie the loch ness monster to uh like you know spontaneous human combustion it was like it was like an annual full of stuff like that but it was all it was all done in like hand-drawn stuff so, like, the guy had drawn, like, an old lady in the chair in flames sort of thing, you know. Horrific for a kid who's 11, but I'm yeah. reading. What are you reading about? Oh, just spontaneous human combustion, mum. Oh, yeah, your dinner's ready, you know. So, uh, yeah, but it was it was a really good, like, an encyclopedia of all this. And it was all, like, hand-drawn. It was really cool. Um, mm. But I always enjoyed getting annuals. And, and I had a, I mean, I sold a, I, I think I've sold them all, got rid of them all now. But the last one that I had, um annual was a 19 it was early 80s it must have been the early sort of early 80s and it was a battlestar galactica annual the original series Mm. um and i sold it on uh on ebay i i I was having a a tidy out and i thought i just put this stuff on ebay and i put it on ebay for 99 pence right thinking it would just go i just wanted to get rid of it uh, I don't know why, but, you know, you get into those moods sometimes where you just want to clear stuff out. Yeah. And I put it on eBay for 99 pence, and when it, it went for, like, 28 quid, and it had, like, 16 yeah. bidders. And I couldn't understand at the time, why is so many... It's just an annual. But apparently, mm. it's because it was in such good condition. I, You know, I'd only read it, like, two times, and then put it away. But it did have yeah. the... Uh, it w- did have the little... It w- You know, it had the little cutout. It had been cut away, so it had the little thing. And nobody... I don't think it, anybody had written in that one, um, but it definitely had a, a part of the page cut away. But yeah, yeah that, uh, annuals was a Christmas thing. And it's, I think it's, it would be, is it still a thing? Is it, you know? It's still, it's still, I don't know. I don't know how popular they are these days, but I, I do still see them. Um, and a lot of the time they're just random, like uh, random TV shows that I've got no idea what they're about or some, some internet thing. Like there'll be a Fortnite annual or like you know some some video game that I, I don't play, so I I'm, it's completely out of my world now. Like you know, isn't it weird that how from in our, in our years now, grown up as adults, uh, mm. how Christmas has changed and how you see it differently? Like for me personally, um, all I want to do at Christmas is just shut myself away and just have yeah. not have anything to do with anyone because I'm I'm done. I'm just work and stuff i'm like yeah christmas eve thank you very much goodbye i'll see you in a week i'll be back mm-hmm. i but you know back in the day i'm like out every night oh it's christmas you know i'm going crazy but now it's it's more i don't know i i don't maybe it's because it's for children mainly you had that kind of child's mindset but i think mm-hmm. when I, you get older you finally just want to just chill and relax yeah because i think when you're a kid like one of the things is you don't have to do anything when you're a kid. You just sort of amble about up until Christmas, and then you get given a load of 
gifts, whereas for an adult, I mean, like, oh, I'm thinking, oh, I've got to go out shopping in, in all the Christmas crowds, buy yeah. a load of presents for everyone, get them all wrapped up. And then I've got to get the house tidy for my parents visiting. And, you know, all the, like, there's a lot of things you got to do as an adult at Christmas. Whereas, like, it, so by the time Christmas comes around, you're kind of like knackered and you're like, oh, I just, I just want to have a rest now. Are you, uh, you out in front of the TV? Are you going to get, are you going to get, uh, you know, are you going to get accosted and taken out on the uh, January sales? Oh, no. I, well, no. nah. My wife will go out and I'll just say, all right, yeah, have fun. I'm not, I'm not into the January sales. Maybe online. I like, I like, uh, you know, the Steam sale and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't do the crowded shopping center thing. No. I'd rather just sit on the computer and buy things off eBay and stuff. What's your uh, favorite Christmas food? I don't know. Maybe uh, pigs in blankets. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. It's know- kind of thing. It's kind of thing. I wonder why you don't have them all year round. Like, why is it always just a Christmas thing? Like, pigs in the blankets should be like, you know, a weekly occurrence, I reckon. They're so good. Well, but like for some reason, they only wheel them out at Christmas. Yeah. The baby ones, the little, the little baby ones. Yeah, the ones. little tiny yeah. ones. Yeah. I, uh, I got to be careful with those because I bought a pack last year of 24 and mm. I decided that I would only do like half of them and they would be like half a nibbles and then the rest would be either go in the fridge and then I'd have them later on. And I, I mm. literally, so what i did i i put the oven on i go just gonna have half of these what i just gonna just gonna have a couple more just a few more over half Mm -hmm. i put the whole lot in right yeah and i ate a lot i ate them all yeah i just i i i annihilated them i had them all and then i had my christmas dinner and so and i and i had i must admit i had a bit of a bellyache well, that's that. you've got to work christmas so if you don't have a bellyache by the end of it (laughs) if you're not in like a food coma of some sort and then, and then you'll you'll eat you'll eat. That's what you'll do. You'll eat food all day, and yeah. then like you'll have your Christmas dinner, and then you'll probably have like a cheese board or something. And then five minutes later, you're like, "Oh, fancy a mince pie?" Yeah. And you'll probably shovel about three mince pies down. I tend to sort of make a list and think, "Well, I'm going to have this. I'm going to have this. I'm going to buy those things." And when those things have gone, that's it. But like you said, it's like you think, "Oh, I'll make it last. I'll have a little bit of this. I'll have a little bit of that." You don't, you just, you just keep eating. And like for like two days solid, you're just watching telly and eating. It's just one of them things. I'm not doing it all the time, but it is, I think it's because you buy all the things that you wouldn't normally buy because they wheel out all the, you know, all the festive stuff. And you think, yeah. oh, I'll have, I'll have that. I'll have one of them. Yeah. I'll have a box of that. And, and you get all this food. And uh, you, I mean, a lot of it, I mean, I'm, I try not to throw food away, but I did last year. I, I must've had about, you know, there was a fair few things that I'd only eaten a, at a pot portion of, and then it had to go in mm. the bin because it was no longer suitable. But yeah, I um, yeah. I do tend to um, uh, pig out a little bit over Christmas, and I do like uh, yeah. you know, I do like things like I do like to make a Christmas dinner, and you know, mm. just a nice little Christmas yeah. dinner and stuff. I do like to do that, but it, it's yeah. you've got to be careful because you do you you do end up I do end up with belly ache and it's. It's just one of them things, you know. I don't. I'm not a big drinker. I don't go out drinking. Uh, you know, I gave up smoking like what twelve years ago now. So, and I'm not really. I do mm. drink, 
I mean, I do have a, if somebody says, do you want a beer? I go, yeah, I'll have a beer. But I don't go out and get absolutely off my skull and end up in a ditch somewhere. I don't do that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a social drinker. Well, I suppose that's a bit like you, yeah? Uh, yeah, I like, I go out and get drunk now and then. And I like, I like a bit of a drink, but uh, I don't drink like I used to. I probably won't at Christmas as well, because, you know, like I say, family, it would be family visiting, so I can't be getting mortal drunk and making a fool of myself at Christmas time. Do you, uh, do you still look forward to Christmas now? Or is, what's it, yeah, what, I, for I, you, I do, what, what, what is the most, you know, what's the part that you look forward to the most? I just think it's just, I don't know. There's just something about the like atmosphere at Christmas. It's just like a, a positive vibe, isn't it? It's like, uh, you know, everyone's got together and everyone seems to be in a good mood and you all sort of get together and have a load of food and give each other presents. It's just like a, I don't know, just like the, the positivity of it, I suppose. Do you... I know a lot of people get miserable at Christmas, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I, I was going to say. I, I, yeah, a lot of people don't like it or they, they feel a bit like, lonely or something even if they've got a load of family around them but i don't know i never feel like that i was always quite enjoy it i, I did get that a little bit when i was uh in my later teens um yeah. i i i used i started to hate christmas and yeah uh, when christmas time would come i i kind of i didn't want to i wanted to disconnect and not i didn't want to do the thing like i suppose it's a teenage thing and it's your hormones and you know, I'm a rebel mm. and all that stuff. You didn't want to go yeah. and hang with your family and you didn't want to go and see your relations and and you always felt that, oh, I don't want to do this. Why have I got to do this? You know, that sort of thing. So I did feel a little bit like that. And I think that as you get older, you know, I can understand as a kid how I saw Christmas as a kid. And you are completely correct in what you say. The, the reason it's so exciting back then is because you're a kid and you've got no responsibility. You've got absolutely... No, mm. the only responsibility you've got is to get out of bed in the morning and go to school and that's it yeah there's nothing else oh maybe take the rubbish out or or uh dry the dishes up but you haven't got any real responsibility is you you just go out and play with your mates so christmas is, is a time to be super excited but when you get older it's like you got all that weight of the work and bills and 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 you all you want to do is just really be left alone at Christmas. Not I don't mean it like bar humbug. I mean I'm a little bit of a I must say I'm a little bit bar humbug. I'm a little bit. I mm. I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to be um uh fake happy. Um I don't want to say, Oh, it's great, yeah, let's just wear the t shirt. I got the jumper on, I got the hat. Let's go to the <laughs> Christmas party. No thanks. No thank you. You go and have your party. I'm all right. So I'm not really into the, uh, a works party or anything like that. I can't do stuff like that. I never did stuff like that. I never did, like, uh, Christmas. You ever do, like, the, the Christmas works do? Yeah, we used to, I used to. Uh, now now that I just work for myself as a YouTuber, it's not much fun because it's just me sat just and, you sat and standing me. around with yeah. a drink in it, talking to yourself. Yeah, yeah, buying myself a drink. Yeah, yeah. But yeah we used to do, we used to do, like, I, you know, I worked in, like, retail and I worked in bars and stuff for, for years and we'd always have like a, a bit of a drink and sometimes we'd hire out a hall or go for a meal or something no, I, I used it. to uh, years ago when yeah. i worked in um when i worked in the music when i worked in the music uh plant i uh, we used to have a christmas meal every every year and we would uh we would all get together the, the christmas eve and then we would go mm. for a christmas meal 
and the company would pay, and we, they, you know, they book it all in that. And then we just turn up, and the, it was a free bar, so we just have drink what we want. Uh, they all the meal was paid for, and and that was yeah. fun. But I think it's because I worked with those people for so long. I mean, I was working there for nearly fifteen years, so I knew them all really well. Mm. But in other jobs, when they're like, "Do you want to uh, have a little bit of food?" No, no, I'm not interested. I just, I just don't want to. I, the older you get, I just want to. The, the quicker I can get home, the better. It just chill and <laughs> <laughs> just get yeah, away from me. Maybe it just depends who you're working with. I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But so anyway, yeah. Tom, uh, any final thoughts on Christmas? I know we wrap this up now because we've been we've been <laughs> waffling for like over an hour. But uh, have you got any no. any festive festive um, thoughts left in your head? Uh, well, just I just wanted to say about the weirdness of Christmas. Really. Yeah, like, yeah, that's that's another thing that I enjoy about it. Is it's like it's kind of like one of the few things we do in the modern world that's almost like a irrational ritual if that makes sense you know it's got a lot of yeah, links to like yeah. the old like p- pagan traditions and so yeah, like, yeah. like i said before about the the idea of bringing a tree inside and covering mm. it in decorations yeah it's just if you stop and think about it it's such a weird thing it doesn't really make any sense like why why do we why do we do this at the end of the year you know it's it's almost like there's this like um it's almost like this collective consciousness thing. It's it's something that sort of connects us to like our old pagan selves in a way. I I find it, I, that's another aspect that I really like about Christmas is that it's it's just this strange thing that we do every year. And it's like if you ha- if you had like an alien come and land in your back garden on Christmas, and they came into your house and they're like, well, "What are you doing?" And they, yeah. you had to try and explain to them what you were doing. Like, oh, why is why is this like you know what this mistletoe above the you know why does that mean you've got to kiss someone if you if you're underneath it? And why have you got a tree in your front room covered in decorations? Like what are these baubles? What do they mean? Like who's this guy Santa? Like what's he all about? You know you're trying to explain it to someone who knows nothing about it. It would just seem so irrational and strange. And yet, pretty much the whole country takes part in this strange ritual every single year. Yeah. So another another thing I like about it is just just the, the very strangeness of the whole thing. Well, yeah, I mean. It all really roots from paganism anyway, and it all comes from, uh, you know, uh, that in some way. And there's all a little bit of everything in that. And I think Mm. that, uh, you know, Father Christmas, Father Christmas, Santa, Father Christmas, whatever you want to call him. um, He's got many names, a bit like Satan. But it's Mm. kind of like, um, it's kind of overtaken Jesus now. It's like, no baby Jesus, get back in your crib. Go back into the, go get the, get, you know, take the three kings and get Joseph and Mary and go back in there. Take the donkey, get get in there, close mm-hmm. the door. We have got Father Christmas, so we don't need you. You know, back in the old days, back in the Victorian days, when they were still putting candles on their Christmas trees and burning their house down, because that's what they used to do. Yeah. Um, it was very, very religious. Very, you would go to church. You would go to church before Christmas. You would go to church on Christmas and you would go to church after Christmas and sing your songs mm-hmm. and, and do your yeah. praise and all that stuff. But um, it's all come, it's all now, it's all changed and it's all about Father Christmas or Santa or whatever you want to call it, the holidays. You know, it's got many, many names. But I think it's mm. changed so much now. And as you say, we've got, we worship a Christmas tree now. We worship a tree in our front rooms, whether it be a mm-hmm. real one or a fake one or a mini one. 
uh, we worship the tree and what and the tree gives us gift you know we wake yeah. up christmas morning <clears throat> and there's gifts at the bottom and thank you for thank you christmas tree you've given me the gift you know? yeah like for for a lot of people like there's so many people who just don't like you know they say they don't have a religion of any sort or any kind of spiritual beliefs but like christmas is almost like a like a form of spiritualism for a lot of people it like, is even even if they don't think about it, it's yeah. just like they say it's a strange ritual that we all take part in, and it's like it's like a coming together of of people. You know, it's it's like it's like a shared belief that people have, even if they don't believe in any kind of god or anything like that. It's it, it is almost like a like a like a spiritual belief in itself. The the whole Christmas the whole Christmas thing. I do find it weird. I mean, I'm not a uh, I I I don't want to come across as a party pooper. I don't want people to think that I'm being a bit uh, negative, but, you know, uh, why can't people be nice to each other and, and give each other gifts all year long? Why has it got to be just one day? Why <laughs> is it just one day that you can just it should be nice to everyone? You know, I, I'm your friend today, but tomorrow I'm going to hate your guts. So buy me something right now and I'll buy you something. So I, I think it's very sort of commercial now. It's everything is about money and what somebody's buying someone and you know have you got the latest iphone or whatever and it is and i think mm. that it does tie everyone in it's a it's a commercial venture now and it's all about spending money and how much money you spend you know the amount of people that i talk to go oh i'm so i'm so over with credit card or i just it's full up i can't well that's not my problem that's your problem you put that money on there you didn't have <laughs> to but you know uh, i just you know anything in moderation i mean i don't very rarely bother with a christmas tree anymore um you know i maybe mm -hmm. i got a little i got a little baby one tiny one sometimes i'll put it up if i can be on but uh you know i i think it's it completely changed uh it the context of christmas has completely changed to what it used to be and i think what it used to be um if you go back i'm not saying go back hundreds of years but go back even sort of 50 years a couple of generations Back in those days, you'd all get... I mean, I remember being a kid. Uh, I remember being a kid and going to, uh, like... Uh, like a, I was a member of a Sunday school. And I remember at Christmas time that me and my brother, we went to... Uh, it was like... It, it wasn't like a Sunday school because it wasn't on a Sunday, but it was something to do with the church. And we went there and we, we sung the songs and all that stuff. And there was like a pass the parcel and you would win prizes and all that sort of stuff. It was, it was an activity at church. I don't think people mm. don't do stuff like that anymore. And I'm not saying, oh, you have to go to church, but there was a connection with a, you know, a, a religious connection with Christmas. Uh, there's, I don't mm. see that anymore. Maybe, obviously, there is a minority of people that still do that and still go to, you know, to do their, to do the church at Christmas and stuff, and they help with charities and stuff like that. There is a, that still happens, but, in general, it's just about spending money, isn't it? Yeah, I do, I, it, it does feel a bit like that. I mean, I don't know because, like, when I was growing up, my my parents were religious. We'd go to church every Sunday, and like that whole like going to church that Christmas Day church thing, going to like the uh, the midnight mass and all that. That was all like a big part of it for me. But then growing up, you know, I'm not particularly religious myself, so like I'm just I'm just not in all of that so I, I i'm not i'm not sure whether it's just because when i was a kid we were just you know my family were religious so we were just more involved in it and 
like now that I'm an adult, I'm just I just don't see that side of it very often. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if it's just a perspective sort of thing or whether it's just as as a as a nation we've become less less uh, religious in some way. Yeah, I do think. Uh, yeah, I do think that in general, I think that uh, you know uh, that's kind of been pushed to a side now, and it's all about you know getting drunk and you know partying and having time off. And I do think the whole Christmas kind of thing has changed. It has changed. It's more of a a holiday now, and it's more of time off. Uh, I mean, yeah. we still still family. I mean, like you just say, you still see your family, you see people mm. that you haven't seen throughout the year and stuff like that. But it, I think it has changed, and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't think that's for me to say. But I think that you know, that it's just weird that we have that one time, one day of a year where everyone loves everyone, and then the rest of the year everyone hates everyone. It's a bit weird. If imagine if it was Christmas <laughs> every day, but I mean, there are people out there that celebrate Christmas every day, isn't there? Yeah, there's a song about that. Yeah, I, I mean, wish it was Christmas every day. There's a guy I read about. Um, online that he basically has a Christmas dinner every day. It, yeah, him, I remember that guy. He, was, he used to be on TV a lot in like the the nineties. Yeah. I seem to remember like every Christmas they'd go like there'd be a feature on this guy who has who has like he, he his house is done up like it's Christmas yeah. all year round. Yeah, that's and then right. he has a Christmas meal every single day. Yeah, I mean I can't imagine eating a Christmas meal <sighs> every day. Could you? Could you? I mean, how how soon before you got absolutely? I mean, a Christmas meal. I mean, there are some tasty Christmas meals out there, especially if you've oh, got yeah, all the, yeah. the bits and bobs with it. But, I mean, it would get a bit boring, wouldn't it? Yeah, like turkey every single day. Yep. Mm, I mean, you could change you know. it and have, like, chicken or whatever. But, I mean, even, like, if you had, like, just a vegetarian, because it would get boring. It, all the different versions of it, you'd have eaten them in a few <laughs> months. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know if he's still, is he still around. I don't know. I expect he is. But he, and there's yeah. another person that just wears a, a Christmas jumper all year, don't they? Just a Christmas jumper. Yeah, we used to have, like we used to a few years back. We used to have a second Christmas at Easter because my sister-in-law was uh, working away. She like worked on cruise ships, and then uh, she'd come back like Easter time, so she'd be away over Christmas. And then when she came back, we'd have like a second Christmas, and I always enjoyed that, like having a, have an extra like cheeky Christmas at Easter time. Do you know who I envy? The one, the people that I envy, are the people that at Christmas time it's their birthday on the twenty fifth. Oh, got really? Birthday. I always feel sorry for those people. And Christmas, it's like they don't... yeah, but it's it's kind of like you don't get. I I, I imagine you don't get some like because, especially when you're a kid, your birthday is exciting because it's almost like a second Christmas. Oh well, yeah, but if you I had suppose, them both yeah. on, the, if you had them both on the same day, it's like, I don't know, they're not like be slightly less special or something because because everyone's excited about christmas and then they're not sort of focusing on your birthday as much yeah but does that mean know. that because it's your birthday and it's christmas does that mean you get an extra special christmas present does that Maybe. qualify you do you mean you get or i that? wonder if s- some kids might just get like one set of presents because it's like true but on average know, how many presents would you get at christmas when you was a kid i got about four oh, God. I don't remember. I remember it it depended. Sometimes you'd get like one big present. Yeah. And that'd be it. Or sometimes you get like a lot of little things. One year, I I got a guitar and I really wanted an amplifier. And I asked and asked and asked. I dropped, I didn't ask directly. I I dropped all these hints that I wanted Mm. an amplifier for my guitar. And 
I, you know, I didn't want a like a huge amplifier, just a little practice amp. And I dropped all these hints for about three months leading up to Christmas. And on mm. Christmas Day, there was a big box in the front room. And I thought, they've done it. They've got me an amplifier for my guitar. I can actually hear what I'm playing now. And I ripped all mm. the packaging off and stuff. It's a bleeding toolbox, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> because I liked, uh, you know, fiddling with engines and stuff when I was a kid, taking mm. things apart. Uh, they bought me a toolbox, set of tools. I thought, I can't plug my guitar into that. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That was uh, that sinking feeling. When you, have you ever got that? Got, always wanted a present and you think you've got it and then suddenly it's not the uh, present. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, this is a slightly different thing, but I remember a present when I was a kid and I've, ser- I've tried to search for it since I was a kid, you know, like looking on eBay and stuff just to see if I could find it again. And I've got no idea what it was. So maybe someone listening will know and they'll be able to tell me. It was it was like a toy truck with a with a you know like a look like an articulated lorry with the, the thing on the back. Uh-huh. And inside the inside the truck was almost like a Formula One car. And you could take the, the car out of the back and like extend some wings on it and turn it into like a flying jet or something. And the truck itself would like rise up. It would like transform and it would like rise up and it would have guns on the top. I remember getting this present. I think my grandmother had bought it me and I thought it was like the most amazing thing ever. But as soon as I got it out of the box, it was broken. I can't remember whether I broke it or whether it was just broken. As soon as I got out of the box, there was, there was like one thing broken on it. So I played with it for about five minutes and then I was like speaking to like my parents or my grandmother. Oh, it's broken. So they immediately packed it away in the box and like, right, we'll take it back to the shop. We'll get you a new one. I never saw that toy ever again. It went away. They must not have been able to get, they must have either got a refund or not been able to get that toy ever again. Because I, and over the years, now and then my brother would say, remember that toy? Remember that amazing toy that we got? Because it was like, we just, it it was absolutely incredible. Like to me, it was like the best toy I'd ever got. And I got to play with her for about five minutes and never, ever saw it again. And we would, like, honestly, me and my brother would sometimes, like, reminisce about it. Ah, oh, remember that toy that we had for so five the, seconds. the truck flew as... The, tr- the truck it was, was like a plane or, or what? It was like, if you imagine, like, an articulated lorry sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And the front of the lorry would, like... You could flick a switch and it would, like, lift up almost like... I, I don't know, so, like, the... the the bit that the people were sitting in was like high up in the air. That didn't fly. It was. It was like. It was like that would lift up, and it'd be almost like a control tower or something okay. like that. But then in the back of the truck, we, you would open it up, and there was a car, a yellow car in there that looked like a Formula One car. But I'm, from what I remember, you could like extend wings out the side of it and flip the wheels underneath, so it would it became like a flying jet almost. Weird. I. I'm trying to really think. All I can think of from my childhood that things that, that were like that were the things like micro machines and yeah, it was big. It was bigger than micro machines. I, 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 for some reason, I think it might have been. You know those? Do you remember Mask? Yeah, yeah, Mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 yeah, yeah. I've had a look at Mask toys, and I can't find the exact one. I found like trucks and stuff. Um, but did they? Wasn't tra- did they transform or not? I, they did something, didn't they? they? Some of them transformed, didn't uh, they? I don't remember too well. I keep I, I keep wonder, wondering if it's either mask or if it's 
G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe, yeah, like that. that was another but popular one. It was like that sort of scale. It wasn't Transformers. So it was more like but, uh, uh, like the Star Wars figure size, those kind of G.I. Joe masks. Yeah. That, that was sort of like, like that sort of toy maybe a size. Bit smaller, maybe a bit smaller than G, uh, Star Wars. But yeah, like I say, I've, I've not been able to find the exact thing. I found things that look similar. Maybe it was but, really rare. Maybe what you had was really rare. And yeah, so if you'd that, had it today, it, it would yeah. be worth a, worth a ton of ton of cash. Yeah, maybe. But um, I don't know what happened to it. Like it got packed away in the box instantly, and they took it off me and said, "Right, we're gonna we're gonna send this back. We'll get you a replacement." Cause it's I broken. reckon. I reckon. What happened was, it they your your mum took it back to the shop, and mm. they said, "Well, sorry, madam, we haven't got any left because it was so popular. We're yeah. sold out." We need to take this one and send it back and get it repaired or get you a replacement. Mm. Your mum was like, no, nah, no, nah, just be, give me my money back. <laughs> yeah, that, that's more likely. <laughs> that was yeah. it. That was the end of the story. Yeah. And it went in the bin. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, I can't find any, I can't find any like trace of it on the internet. You know, they've got like archives of all these toys. I've never been able to find what it was. You so. know what you want to look at? Uh, I know it's a long shot. What year was this? I don't remember. I was probably about like eight or nine, something so, like that. So, like, probably like eight, probably like eighties, uh, nine. Maybe it was like late it, was either, it, it would have been. I was born in eighty three, so it it would have been either like around the end of the eighties or the beginning of the nineties. So, why so. don't you um look at see if you can look at, up on the old um Argos catalogs oh yeah because if it was there's a load i can't think of the website but they there's a load of argos catalogs online that are in like pdf format oh is there uh, oh that sounds trying, good yeah i think i bookmarked it it's just there's you can go through the years uh oh, and no. if it was a really popular toy it would be bound to be in there if it was like a proper popular toy for the christmas if you look at all i the, seem to rem- i seem to remember getting it and like never having seen it before and not knowing like what it was you know, like it wasn't something that i'd seen and thought oh okay. i really want that all right it was almost like something that came out of nowhere and like then disappeared back into nowhere again afterwards so <laughs> maybe it wasn't popular and they only Who made like 50 of them yeah yeah maybe and that's why there weren't any left because they didn't yeah. have any <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't know what I don't know what it was, but it's a it's a memory. <laughs> or maybe maybe it was the Mandela effect, and you never actually had it. It was a a false memory that happened in a different timeline. There you go. Nah, nah, because me and my brother <laughs> would would remember it over the years. Like every now and then, my brother would bring it up and say, "See, my brother was mad on that. like um, uh, action men, and he had all the yeah. action. He had a tank, he had a jeep." Um, mm. he had like loads of action men stuff. Um, and I was like, I think the thing for me was electronic toys. That was what I was into, and also CB radio stuff like that, oh, and yeah. also Star Wars. Um, but I wasn't really into Star Wars figures. My brother was used to start collecting them, and uh, at Christmas time we would always sort of, sometimes not always, but sometimes I would say to my brother, "Do you want to?" You know, do you want to get go for this toy and let's, you know, we share it. It'd be like a mm. timeshare. But we always end up fighting over it, you know, if, if we got it 
and my parents would go, you can share this. Yeah. I mean, we got a snooker table, uh, one of these. It, it, w- it wasn't like a full-size one. It was like a, a like a you know the size of a, like a, a dining room table, and uh, it was for mm. me and my brother. <laughs> I remember, right? I you got to remember that I was near my teenage years, and my brother was still like a preteen, right? And uh, I remember being at home, and he'd come in with his mate, and he's going, uh, oh, "Can we uh, can we play uh, snooker?" And mum's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you can set it all up." And I was in the front room, like playing, uh, I don't know, Atari or whatever. And I heard him and my brother and his mates in the dining room setting the snooker table up. I come out and go, what, what are you doing then? And he's going, me and, uh, me and Jack are going to play snooker. No, you're not. It's mine as well. Well, you can only play it if I play the winner. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. you know, why have I got to be involved? I'm just being a bully. But the older <laughs> brother's doing it. But yeah, yeah. I remember that. So uh, they, stopped, um, they stopped buying us toys to share because we always fought over them. But, um, yeah, it was it was the same with me and my brother. They would all like if if my brother got something, I would have to get something. Like like yeah. like one year, I don't know whether one of us had asked for a remote control car, so my brother got one, and then I had to get like I had to have one as well. So like they would just end up buying this like not exactly the same toy most of the time. It was like you know like a di- like say he got a one sort of remote control car i'd get a different sort and then we'd be able to like play together like we wouldn't fight over one that was I, the I, thing I seem, yeah. to re- I seem to remember right this is this is a weird memory and like it could be just like a false memory but i i remember we'd have like a box because we didn't get tons of toys we weren't like rich or anything but we'd have a box in in the the back room of the house which was always like the room that was kind of spooky and fe- i always felt a bit weird in there we'd have a box in there full of all our figures and like every day we'd like tip out all the figures and go through them and like play with different ones and then sometimes it'd be like a toy that like my brother had got for for a birthday or christmas that i didn't have and you know that'd be his but i'm swear sometimes i'd look through the box and there'd be like a duplicate of that toy that hadn't been there before and I, for some reason, had it in my head that there was like an elf or a gnome or something that was like making a duplicate so that me and my brother would both have one. But like, I was like, we'd go through this box of toys every day and I knew every single toy in there, like off by heart, you know, because yeah. they were like precious things. You'd, you'd look through and you'd be like looking at them and playing with them. You'd know every single little figure and toy that you had. And um, I mean, I swear it was just weird. Like multiple times, I'd be looking through, and there'd be two of a toy that I knew we only had one of before. What was and the I, most I, popular toys that were around when you were that age? Ah, uh, well, I don't know how popular they were with, with, with the other kids, but for me, it was all Ghostbusters. And actually, yeah, no, it was with other kids because I remember a lot of other children had the similar thing. Like some some kids were more into like um. He-Man and Thundercats, which I had a few of, but for me it was all Ghostbusters, and I would have like all the weird like figures. Not all of them, because some of them were kind of expensive. But I remember having like the uh, like the car and the uh, the Slimer and the um, the the building which you could pour the slime through the top of stuff like that. I uh, if I go back to think of what my you know, my brother used to collect. He, it was mm. all kind of like weebles and and play people. That yeah. was that was the era. 
like the 70s, the late 70s. That was the kind of thing that every kid wanted. And mm. uh, that's all he wanted. And uh, I think they still make play people now, but they're called play, Playmobil. Play, Playmobil, like, yeah. yeah, I remember them, yeah. I think they're still around, but that was, uh, they were massive. They were like, you know, mm. they were they were popular. It was as popular as the Beatles. You know, it's like, now everyone, every kid wanted those. And uh, yeah. I never had any, but uh, I was I was a little bit older then, so I, I you lose that kind of um, I don't know what it is, but when you're younger, you got such a good imagination that you can take your toys and you can mm. make up scenarios yeah. in your head, and to, and it's all real. But when you get a bit older, you kind of you you lose that ability to do that, don't you? Yeah, and just like that that. I've noticed that just in, not even with your toys, just everyday life, like walking down the street. I remember when I was a kid, like you'd be in your own little world and you'd be seeing like, you know, every little wall or stone or something could be like a creature or, you know, you'd be in like a war zone one minute shooting snipers down or the next minute you'd be like in some fantasy world with a sword and like every, every like little area we, you know, I remember like walking to school or down to a friend's house and you just, I feel like you just notice everything around you so much more Like you'd be like so engrossed in the world and, you know, imagining all these weird scenarios. Like nowadays as an adult, I feel like I just walk around like hardly paying attention to anything around me, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's like when you're a kid, you just, your mind is like just on all the time and just alive with all these like strange images and things. I, I don't know. Well, when we when we use uh, younger, we used to walk. I used to walk to school when I got a bit older. Uh, we catch the bus sort of part mm. of the way, and then walk the rest of the way. And there was a like a field and like common ground. When it was dry, yeah. you could cut through it. it. When it was wet, you didn't bother because you just get covered in mud. But um, mm. w- when it was like nice weather, we'd we'd go through this. It was part. It it was wasn't like the woods, but it was partly wooded, you know, and. Yeah. Um, when we used to go in there, we were still at the age. I think we were about 13, something like that, 12, 13. But we still had a little bit of that kind of child kiddiness about us because it got to the point where we, we went in these woods and it was like we, we made up this, in a, we didn't make it up, but we had this, over time we made up this kind of in our heads. It was like this wood was like there was witches that lived in there. And uh, it yeah. was like devil worshippers that would go into the woods because we, we walked through one day and there's this open area and there's like these woods, uh, there's bits of wood on the ground, right? And if you think back now uh, with a, a, an adult brain, it was obviously some kids were trying to start a fire or whatever and they were trying to like start a campfire. But we were like, mm. look, 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 somebody's trying to sacrifice something. They're trying to yeah. burn a cat or something. And, and, yeah. and then, of course, from that point on, it was like, yeah, we were in the woods earlier. We took a shortcut and we, and then we walked by where the devil worshippers were. And we're like, what? Devil worshippers? Where? In the woods. It, it was just somebody make, it was supposed to be some drunk kids trying to make a campfire to make some sausages or whatever. Yeah. But that's how your brain worked, you know? Yeah. Creepy. You, you just, your, bra- your, your brain's just on all the time when you're a kid. I'm sure that's why, like, kids, they say kids see, like, more. Yeah. Like, supernatural stuff. It's just because you're, your brain's like wired differently. It's just, it just notices so much, so much more of your surroundings and yeah, your imagination is so much more alive back then. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. I, I, 
as a kid, I was always, uh, you know, I was always sort of um, doing stuff. I always had something to do. I always wanted to be doing something. Um, I think mm. that, uh, you know, you come home from school. I, I think I said this on our last episode or another episode, but when you, when you come home from school at like half past three, uh, from that time at half past three till eight o'clock or whatever it was when you had to be in, uh, you would you would literally get home, get changed, have your dinner or your tea or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, and then you would um, go out with your mates from like six till eight. But that 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 six, the two hours, you'd you would do so much, and that two hours yeah. would really feel like a whole afternoon because you would just yeah. be doing so much. Now, when I come home, I get home at six or half six. Uh, you know, I have a shower and eat my dinner, and watch a bit of TV, and wake up on the sofa at midnight and go to bed mm. and go to work next day, and it all seems to go so quickly. Yeah, you know, so it's uh, it, it it that that kind of time seems to be speeded up. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Your you, your brain, you, you kind of lose like as you get older you kind of lose connections in your brain. So I think that's part of it. Like, like you know, the learning process, mm. it, you kind of think of it as if it's like making connections in the brain, but it's not really. Like when you're young, you, your brain's all like connected up all over the place. And yeah. then as you learn, these different connections in your brain sort of sever and you, you kind of, it kind of becomes more like your, your thoughts become more sort of entrenched. So like you, you lose some of your brain function, but, in in its place, you get a kind of um, I, I don't know what the word is. You become much better at like functioning, like as an adult. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, your brain becomes like a, an adult brain. Like you, you actually lose a lot of connections in your brain as you as you grow up. So I think when you're you're a kid, all this stuff seems so much more like. Uh, well, you don't have any. Uh, when you're a kid, you just don't have any thoughts of anything outside of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. care about the outside world or, you know, politics yeah. or anything like that. Well, the only thing I did worry about when I was a kid was um, uh, when we had when I when I grew up, it was the, uh, you know, the you know, protect protect and survive or whatever it was the, you know, get under your desk and uh, you know they the the, the third oh, world war that, yeah. the, the, the alarms the would go off and the nukes would go off and all that stuff and we had to yeah. you know the, watch the, the film and in school and stuff and we had all that and so I would you know there's a little bit of worry there but once you got with your mates you just didn't think about stuff like that you just wanted to go off and and be kid mm. and uh, but apart from that I didn't I didn't think about anything outside of you know hanging around with your mates and and exploring and doing what kids do. And like yeah. Christmas time, it's I, you know, it, it, it's all that. That's all that mattered when he was a kid. Just Christmas. That was all it. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Don't care about nothing else. Just Christmas. Yeah. Give me things. Give me presents. Yeah. I deserve them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was uh, that was you know that was all that mattered. And I mean, like now, I I do still like. I enjoy Christmas because it, I I enjoy the downtime. I enjoy the you know just chilling and just you know. Pfft, Having a little mm. bit of food and and just you know maybe maybe or maybe have a glass of beer or whatever, watch a film and just chill and just just chill out and just you know lay back and just take it easy for a week and and you know if you want to if you want to go out and do all the the madness go and do it be my guest but I'm quite happy just to you know sit back and chill. Mm. I think that's just yeah. getting old though, isn't it? You get older. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know when you're young. When you're younger, like you know, like a young adult, you kind of feel like you have to go out and do those things. I think peer like, pressure, you know, isn't it? Like, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's just like it's it's kind of like you just feel like oh, I should be doing something. It's Christmas. You know, and then like when you get older, you you think, oh, I should be doing nothing. It's Christmas. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're so you're so tired of doing things all year round, like working and stuff. You just like, oh yeah, no, it's it's time to rest now. Yeah, your priorities change. Mm. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I I when I was when I was a teenager, well, nineteen, twenty, twenty one. Um, yeah, it was all about hanging around with your mates, going out house, house parties or whatever, and just you know yeah. doing stuff. Um. I didn't really have a, a, I wasn't really completely wild or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, I like to do stuff. I like to be out with my mate. But uh, like now, I'm quite happy. I got no problem being on my own or just doing my own thing or, you know, doing stuff on the computer. I got no problems with that. I'm quite happy doing that as well now. So yeah. uh, it, it's just, you know, I think it's just a question of you get old, you get a bit older, you you know, just as you say, you, you work all year, just want to, you want to chill a bit. But anyway, uh, so. I think we've come to the end of this episode, Tom. I think we've, I think yep. we've, uh, we've had a really good uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas chat. Um, so I want to, I want to, th- I, I wish you a happy Christmas. Obviously, have a have a nice Christmas holiday. Um, I hope it doesn't it doesn't get too much with the uh, with the relatives. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not that much affected anymore. But uh, I'll, I'll be a bit quieter than you. But uh, so mm. what, what have you got before you we 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 end this episode? What what have you got planned? Are you going to be doing any? Uh, Christmas gaming over Christmas? Any any Christmas uh, uh, Christmas game? gaming? Hmm. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to think what Christmas games there are out there, but I, don't, I can't really think of any. I'm sure there must be. There must be some, but no, no, I can't think of any. I'll just be playing like, random games. Like on my, on my Twitch, people just request what game they want me to play, and then it's usually something horrible. Uh, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm i'm crap at it and they just watch me play some game well uh, there's 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 plenty of uh of those um indie games out there and some of them are really good i must admit i've played a few and some of them i've really enjoyed some of them i just i don't understand i'm like well why did why does somebody put this on sale it's not finished uh but, yeah. but some of them uh i mean what what's big at the moment is the whole sort of um you know slasher 80s look that kind of V- oh, yeah. playing it through yeah. a, a vhs tape you know that kind of look that's big at the moment yeah. the ps1 you know the ps1 look what well, i suppose you want to call it yeah yeah there's a lot of that sort of thing I, um yeah and from my main channel i don't know I, it'll probably be up by the time that this uh this goes goes up like it already the video might already exist but it, i'm researching the um the Dod- doddleston messages is it Oh, the, uh, yeah, the, the, um, the, 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 the oldie, the oldie messages on the computer. On the BBC Micro, on the BBC yeah. Micro, yeah. The, um, so that sort of begins around Christmas time. Yeah. Like the first messages appear in yeah. like late December. So I don't know whether it counts as a Christmassy, Christmassy themed video, but I, 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 cause, cause today, as you know, we were, we were going to record this earlier yeah, and yeah. my internet went down completely. So what I did instead of researching on my computer, I just picked up books off my shelf and started reading it. So I started reading the uh, the Vertical Plane. So it's an interesting book. It. Yeah, it's an interesting book. Yeah, um, I've never read it before, but um, yeah, I thought oh, it might make a good video. A classic, so. um, uh, a, a classic uh, case, and one that uh, was 
very well covered on on the the TV show Strange but True. Uh, years ago, yeah. And I think the the book I've got is like a twenty twenty one updated version, and I think yeah. it's got a bit at the end where he disputes a lot of the stuff that was said on the TV. I think they they might have like changed some of the facts well, on the TV coverage back in the day. I I don't want to. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to. Right, so it was covered. They did like a reenactment, okay, on Strange but True, mm. and um, they after it, after it went like it was on a TV show. He, the guy that it's based around, uh, he came in for some criticism. And uh, mm. uh, some people were saying, oh, you've clearly made this up because a BBC Micro couldn't do this. It's not connected to, no, they can't be connected to a network and you must have faked them and uploaded them and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and uh, the guy was like, no, I haven't, you know, oh, I haven't done anything. And there was a, there was a lot of hoo-ha, a lot of to and fro in. And uh, yeah, he did, he did get angry with a, a, a few people because he, he believed that people were trying to make him out to be like a hoaxer or a faker, and he mm. kind of disputed that. But overall, um, I'm not going to give anything away, because obviously anyone listening to this, go listen, watch Tom's episode, because it's a really fascinating story. Yeah, but there is a story. It might, out there. It, it might not get done, you know. It oh, might okay. not. I might be saying. I might be saying all this, and then I'll start working. I'm <laughs> like, ah, oh, no, it's too so, much. It's too much. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it is a great story. Um, mm. but it, it it it's it could be made into a, like a play. Like it could be like a, a Christmas play. That's what it, how yeah. good it is. And uh, it, it but it's also got a little bit of sci-fi in it, and it's got a little bit of the supernatural in it, and it's great. And it's and the thing is, um. I think the bit he disputes is the end part where the woman uh, has a, a a vision. And I'm not going to say any more than that uh, because, yeah, it, there are different stories out there, different accounts of how uh, things go and how things progress. But I, I don't want to, you know, go, oh, this happened and that happened because that's, that's not, you know, if you're going to do an episode. But I haven't, I haven't, I think, um, I think Gareth and I covered that um a long, long time ago. One mm. of the earlier episodes of um, Paratalk, we, we covered, I think, that, that, uh, that story. And it's, it is a fascinating story, uh, whether it's, uh, whether ha it, how much truth there is to it or how much, you know, it's, there is embellishment, I don't know. But uh, it's possible. Yeah, who knows? But it mm. is, uh, it's one of those that is up there with uh, when you say, have you heard about this? Have you heard about, you know, Jeff the talking mongoose or whatever it's up there with that mm. so yeah it's a fascinating story but um yeah so anyway thanks again uh Tom for joining me it uh in this little Christmas chat it's been uh a fun and, and I hope all yeah. the listeners out there whether you're my listeners or Tom's listeners hope you all have a nice uh Christmas day or uh, you're with your whoever you're with your, your your relatives or whoever um don't eat too much not like my, me or Tom because I'm sure I'm gonna eat too much um, and uh, thanks again for listening. And if you like the episode, give me a, a subscribe or a share or let other people know if you if you think they like it. But uh, um, well, until what 2024, uh, have a have a nice Christmas uh, holiday and uh, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>